What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Today, we answer your questions. So let's get into it, shall we? Do we have any housekeeping or anything? Uh, the X and Duran Summit coming up in June. That's right. Who's going to the XND Summit in Scottsdale, Arizona, June 12th to the 14th? Well, the main day is the 12th. It's the 12th. There's a couple other options here and there, but you can go to the website, xendurance.com. Somewhere on there, you can click on Summit. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Sometimes I just like to like, you know, BS a little bit before we just stick it straight in. You know what I mean? If you know that you're already coming, drop a comment and say, I'm there. I'm there. We're going to be there. Are you going to be there? We will be there. We will be If there. you're on Team X and D, you better be there. I'm going. Oh, prices go up after tomorrow. Oh, Thank you, wow. Fran. I did not know that. Just the tip. You guys have an incentive now. Get your ticket today before prices go up. Let's make up. this bigger so we can see it better. I'm there. LDub's gonna be there. Love it. All right. I made it really big. Okay. Let's get to the questions. So this is from Shannon Madler in Colorado. All right, Shannon. When do you recommend increased intensity and in movement or exercise for people managing chronic pain? Wait, I think we did do this one. We did do this one? I think we did do this one. I remember last week. Yep. Yeah, we did. Yep. We did that one? Yep. Oh, yeah, we did that one too. Yeah. This is a new one. Okay. Aha! From Brandy. In- From Fetus, Missouri. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to. I knew you were Festus. Festus, Missouri. Festus, Missouri, not Fetus, Missouri. I hope you guys know by now that if we make fun of anything is because we make fun with you. I don't know. Um, fetus is not a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. A, a little human in there. Okay. What time do you suggest to work out? I'm a nurse and work from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I've been doing them at night on days I work and earlier on days off. You go first. So, so basically you've been working out after work. So my guess is probably no earlier than like 7.30, depending if you have to drive to a gym or where you do that. 7.30 PM. And then on the days that you have off, you work out earlier. I don't know how much earlier or, or what. Um, immediately, the first thought that I have is whatever you will be the most consistent at. Do that. Mm-hmm. If that means, like if you've been able to be consistent doing that, doing it after work on the days you work and then doing it earlier in the day on the days you have off and that feels good to you, then I have no argument. Me either. You know, if, if you have trouble sleeping 
I would say maybe, you know, depending on when you go to bed, then, you know, doing fitness, depending on the intensity that late in the night could make it a little bit more difficult to fall asleep. I'm just trying to think of whatever pitfalls there may be, but the honest bottom line is if you've been able to be consistent doing that, keep doing that. Now, if you haven't been able to be consistent, then I would dig a little bit deeper and start asking like, where's the problem? Like, yeah. what's the problem you're having? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but from the sounds of it, you've been consistent. You know, when it comes to working out, you guys, consistency is key. It's the, it's the biggest factor. Yeah. So if that's what works for you, then end the discussion right there. Because so many people get lost in the details that they take away from keeping the main thing the main thing. The main thing is being consistent. Or we think that like, oh, there's the perfect time to work out or there's a perfect time to drink a protein shake or there's a perfect time to, you know, eat after my workout or there's, you know, the perfect whatever. There really isn't. It's a matter of what makes me feel really good. What is getting me to make progress towards my goals? And can I do that consistently? Mm -hmm. So if it doesn't make you feel good, if it's not giving you forward motion towards your goals, or if you're extremely inconsistent at it, that's where we'll have more questions. Something will need to be adjusted. But for each person, it's very different. Some people go to bed a lot later and they're happy doing that and waking up later. Some people go to bed really early, wake up really early, and that's what works better for them. So, you know, this is very much like a personal preference thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Wow, rarely are they like that simple. I know. <clears throat> a name I've seen a lot lately, Joni. Joni. Con being consistent. Rabba. More Missouri. Wow, Missouri and Ohio crushing are taking it. over. You guys are crushing it. Missouri I'm and Ohio are ENS Army, uh, what is it? Stations. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure if this has been talked about before, but what is your thoughts on intermittent fasting? I recently joined the inner circle and I'm learning more about reading the ingredients or products. My husband fasts two days a week and has lost weight. I tell him it isn't healthy. Am I right? Thanks. First of all, let's stop telling people things that we're not sure if they're actually true. <laughs> That's number one, Joni. <laughs> and the reason that I say that is because it has broken my heart for over a decade to watch blind lead the blind. It's like this, follow me, let's go this way. Meanwhile, like you're heading off a cliff and you don't even know. Not saying that that's you or that's this scenario, but that is a lot of reasons why people get hurt in the gym, uh, why people bounce from um, you know, one diet or, you know, nutrition program or fitness program to the next because they're on one thing and they're doing it, but then they hear something else or somebody tells them something else or they see something else or, and it's like, ah, ah, ah. And if you were just to stay consistent on one thing, you would have so much more progress regardless if it's the best thing or not. It's consistency again. So our thoughts, uh, I mean, for one, congratulations on being in the inner circle and actually like, you know, putting yourself out there and, and getting the coaching. Something mm -hmm. that is important to understand is that we're all different. Okay. And just because if something is not sustainable for you, so for one, we determine w whether something is good 
based on can you do it for a while? Okay, because again, consistency is key. How long is a while? Well, it all depends. Look, you guys, like we evolve in life. Like when it comes to working out, you should be doing it for the rest of your life. But what approach to working out should you be doing? That's going to evolve, right? Like, for example, if you guys came to us, like you evolved from the rise above to the burn zone to hopefully the UTC, right? Like things evolve. You got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Okay. Now with regards to nutrition, it always goes under eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. Now, um, you know, there is, we talked a little bit about that yesterday, but like when it comes to nutrition, like, you know, there's the physiological aspects and the behavioral aspects, you know, from a personal standpoint, if I was to completely cut out any food for two days out of a seven day span, Like, I wouldn't want to do it for more than a week. Just being honest, because you know what? Like, I I need it to keep me going. However, if it serves him well, then there's no problem with that. However, what most people fail to consider is that they, they go from doing nothing to making this huge change that is not sustainable. And then what ends up happening? All they know is black or white. So if the white is not lo- no longer serving them, then they're going to go back to black, which is probably why you're telling your husband that because maybe if you know his behavior, you feel like he's not going to do this for a long time. And you know, like maybe that is going to kick him in the ass. However, we don't know what we don't know yet. You know him better than anybody else does. Um, you know, Fasting, yes, there's a lot of benefits to fasting. Like fasting um, basically cleanses your system. Um, However, if you are just doing fasting for weight loss, then your intention is not to cleanse your system at this point. And something that we have to consider too with fasting is that, look, Your body is the greatest machine in the sense that it's going to learn your behaviors faster than anything. Okay, so initially there is a shock, like two days out of the week, no food is coming in, then of course you're going to lose weight. But eventually your body is going to catch on to the fact that, okay, like Tuesday through Thursday, I don't eat anything. Then by default, what's going to happen over time is that your husband's resting metabolic rate is now going to decrease, okay? And all we have to think for is the long-term plan. And that's what people, people are so all about the instant gratification. What you need to do is you need to set yourself up for success for a decade from now. So, you know, the, the potential downsides that I see to that are that, you know, from a metabolic standpoint is it's going to drop his resting metabolic rate because eventually the, bo- the body is going to catch on to this. And imagine this, if you're no longer getting that mental instant gratification of, oh, I'm losing weight and, oh, I'm sacrificing so much because I have to literally get through two days of hunger, especially if he also has a family and if he has a job and there's complexities and brain gets like foggy because there's no energy in your system or whatnot, then he's more likely to be triggered, which may cause him going back to black. However, every person is different. If he is the most disciplined person, 
then maybe he likes that shit just because it's a challenge. It's like, oh, every two days out of seven days, I put myself through an extra challenge. However, I can guarantee you that for every high performer, if you were to tell them two days out of the week, you're not going to consume anything. You're just going to have to deal with it. Like, it's just not sustainable. And also, aside from the fact that I guarantee you that during those two days, like, he's not working out like there's no way that he can be working out so if we're thinking about the long-term game he right might. like he might like how long can you keep up with that though not not long enough not long enough especially if you've got muscles that need fuel so here are the potential dangers that i well not dangers okay like eating sugar like without a stop button that's dangerous but you know the potential downsides of it is that one, it would potentially decrease his resting metabolic rate. And also if it takes away days from him working out, which takes away time from him building muscle, let's say if he works out five, five days a week. Okay. And now because he's intermittent fasting, I mean, maybe those two rest days are during when he's fasting. If so, then good, you're timing it well. Um, but otherwise, you know, you are spending less time working out. And remember this, like when you are building muscle, you are investing in your long-term metabolic rate. Okay, when you are building muscle, you are investing in your long-term metabolic rate. Now, what do we mean by that? <clears throat> Basically, what that means is that the more muscle you have, over time, the higher your resting metabolic rate is going to be just without doing anything. Okay. So, you know, the way I foresee it is that currently it's serving him, it's serving him well, you know, do I think that from, you know, like as a coach, will he behaviorally still be motivated to pursue this in six months? Chances are very slim unless he's really into that type of thing and he's extremely disciplined. But yeah, what he needs to find out is what is my exit? When, when am I going to exit out of that approach? And what is my exit plan? What am I going to do after? Because I guarantee you that if he's not thinking about that, he's going to go back to default. And now he's going to be eating probably more shit with a lower metabolic rate, which means increased weight gain in the long run. Don't think about what you see right now. So many people get wrapped up in the instant gratification because that's the society we live in. Think about how is this going to affect me 10, 10 years from now and what can I do to make it benefit me 10 years from now? Okay, I'm done. I'm going to play more of a neutral card on this one because uh, there's a lot of assumptions being made that he doesn't enjoy doing this, that he, two days a week to fast for a period of time. Is it two entire days? I, that's what I that's think. That's what I wonder. Like, is it literally you're not eating for an entire day twice a week? Or is it that you are intermittent fasting in the way that intermittent fasting is typically done, which is for a that's window it. of time during the day? Because some people will fast like in my mind, I must, I, the, I guess the assumption that I'm making is that he's fasting two days a week, but he's fasting for a window of time two days a week, which really isn't difficult to do because mm -hmm. there's seven days in a week. So now 
let's take this angle and say as if, because if you were saying yes, like if he's not eating for an entire day, twice a week, yes, I agree with everything there. Now, if he is doing intermittent fasting twice a week, then the, it goes, all of this goes back to the concept of consistency that we were just talking about with what's the best time to work out. What is the best nutritional approach for any one individual? It is what they can be consistent at. Now, if this is somebody that like, if somebody would enjoy doing that and it just makes them feel better because of whatever, maybe mental reason or something, you know, simply the reason that he's losing weight is because he's restricting all food during a window of time. And that even is questionable because most people, when they fast are not fasting, they're like, I do intermittent fasting. Meanwhile, they have a cup of coffee with creamer in it. That's not fasting. If it has calories of any kind, you are no longer in a fasted state. That's that. Also, I would encourage you to, I'm trying to read between the lines in this where it's like, he does this and he's losing weight. Um, And I don't know if there's any comparison happening, but in the case that there is, I would encourage, and I know, and then the reason I want to talk about this is because so many of us fall into this, uh, comparing yourself to somebody else and comparing your results to somebody else's results. And you cannot, and this is a reminder for us too, in business, in relationship, in health, fitness, wellness, in money, you can't compare your results to somebody else's results because you are not living their life and they're not living your life. All of the circumstances, all of the variables are different. So you can't ask, you can't compare the um, speed results of a cheetah to a... Speed results of a rabbit. No, I'm trying to like have a dramatic difference, like a turtle, a, a Curtis the turtle, right? You can't say, oh my God, they went so much faster than me. Yeah, well, there's a lot of variables that are different. Most of those happen to be genetic, but it's like, what is your schedule like? Do you have a 13 kids? Maybe they don't have any. Do you, you know, what, what is your work like? What's your level of stress? What, you know what I mean? So like, there's all these variables that also matter. What stories do you tell yourself? How is your mindset compared to their mindset? You know, um, how long have you been practicing healthy lifestyle versus how long have they been practicing a healthy lifestyle? That's a massive comparison. Oh my God, I can't do handstand pushups or, oh my God, I can't do handstands. Aaron, you make this look so easy. I've been doing it for 15 years. That's why, you know, and I would always compare myself to my personal trainer. She's like, Aaron, you don't understand. Like, that's not a fair comparison. I've been at this for 20 years. You just started three months ago. You know, so use caution when comparing because your variables and your scenarios are different in so many ways than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And even if they are the exact same, there can still be two different outcomes. And that's all up here. Um, Yeah, you know, it goes back to what's the intention? Always, always. What's the intention? Is my intention to lose weight? And maybe this is a step for him that feels like, you know, it's not very difficult for me. It's only two days a week. You know, it's only for whatever, 16 hours or something like that. You know, um, it, you know, maybe it isn't dramatic where for some people they try to go intermittent fasting every single day. And that's extreme if you haven't been doing it at all. So you have to like also consider now 
healthy is the definition of healthy is um, being in a state of good health. So health by the Webster's dictionary definition means a state of being free from illness or injury, a person's mental or physical condition. Those are the two top ones. So now free from illness, free from injury, and the mental and physical condition. It sounds like he's working towards being in a better physical condition. Good. Check. Got that one. Injury or illness. I'm not sure. Mental condition. I'm not sure. Right. So is it healthy for him? There's a lot of things that go into that. Um, I would argue if it's making him, you know, mentally clear or focused on something that he, you know, can be consistent with, or like Sarit said, has plans to continue, you know, um, maybe not necessarily continuing to intermittent fast a couple days a week, but to transition into something else. Maybe, you know, most people don't have a plan. So, you know, I would guess that he doesn't have a plan afterwards, but if he did have a plan, then it's not fair to say some, what somebody's doing is unhealthy or not, unless it's obviously harming them. Like, like I hate to get graphic, but like for a clear understanding, like heroin is not helping you and anybody will be able to say yes to that. Like, I agree. That is obviously not helping make me healthier. But something like this, it's like, maybe it is, you know, I can't really argue it. Yeah. But, but, but you know, him more than we do. So these are just like all of the dynamic. Yeah. The reality, the reality is, is that we'll need to know more data about him. However, um, what he does need to figure out is what is his goal? Like very detailed. Right. Like how far off is he from his goal and why is he doing it? Because yeah. I guarantee you that if this is the only approach that's involved, he's it's only a matter of time until he stalls. And it's like, OK, like what what do you do once you stall? Most people, once they stall, they just go back to their old ways. So it's like they re, they re, they maybe reach a threshold and then they stall and then they you know, one day there is inspiration because maybe somebody in the office is losing weight or whatever, and then they reach their threshold and then they stop. And this is just how they live their life. And then we're all getting older, whether we like it or not. So by default, with time, we just keep on going back a little more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these are things that are super important to find out um, because otherwise he's just going to stop. Hopefully that's helpful. We gave yeah. you like a lot of different scenarios. <laughs> so hopefully one of those matches and then you can go from there. Yeah. Trisha. Trisha Weeks from where? Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> it's all Missouri and Ohio people, right? I think Missouri, Ohio, and Colorado are like the three heaviest yeah. state hitters in our... Drop, drop a comment and tell us where are you from? Or where are you living? Who is the most where like represented state? We're really glowy right now. That's well, it's because it's actually getting cloudy. All right. All right. Um, Look so at them all. Of course, the Ohio ones are the first to come. Wow, back. they're representing. Oh. Hardcore. 
Okay, I'm gonna read the question though. Vermont, okay. I wanna get prepared for burn zone two. Yay. I know I will need weights. What weight size do you recommend starting with? I used to lift weights and would use eight, 12, or sometimes 15 pound dumbbells, but only was doing three sets of 10 to 12 reps. I weigh 248 and losing, not sure what weight I should start out with. For those of you who do not know what the burn zone is, for one, I'm extremely sorry and I take full responsibility that you have not heard about it. It is the best ever in the entire world workout progression program existing in ever. But really, there's four parts and each part is eight weeks and it starts with all body weight. Um, most of you, I think if you're not currently doing it right now, have already done it or have heard about it. But in the case that you haven't, the first level starts with eight weeks of all body weight. Then it goes into burn zone two, which is what Trish is talking about, which now we incorporate dumbbells. Burn zone three is dumbbells and a jump rope. Burn zone four is kettlebells and a jump rope as far as equipment goes. So now for burn zone two, what size dumbbells would we recommend starting with? So since we always start with quality over quantity. Thank you, Stacy. She just posted it in case you guys want to know more. So um, because we focus on quality before quantity, Trisha, I would say just, you know, start with a pair of like 12. Mm -hmm. And remember, the intention of the burn zone is to move at a higher intensity. Now, if, you know, after each workout, okay, you have to hold yourself accountable to do things, to two things. For one, did, did I give it my all? Okay, the answer should always be yes. Um, some days you're not going to feel as energized. Sometimes, some days you're not going to feel as motivated, but did you give it your all? Okay, if so, then on a scale of one to 10, like how challenging was this? If you're like at a four or less, then I would say you can definitely up it to 15s. I would say if you're at a four or less, the answer to question number one is no, because you can literally use the lightest amount of weight. And if you give it your all, you will get the shit beaten out of you. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, like when it comes to strength, like when you do a workout, there's a reason why we didn't do 10 pounders. That's sure. what, that, that's what, because you want to make sure that it's the right stimulus, right? So that's why first you have to ask yourself, did I give it my all? Did I move with intensity? Like if you're using 12 pound dumbbells and you know, like you're breaking on your sets, then your goal should be to do that without breaking your sets. But if you're like, uh, I'm like at a four or less, then definitely like challenge yourself, go to 15. But if you're like at a five ish, um, because we are moving like with a high intensity throughout the burn zone workouts, like you want all of your weights to be like at a five or a six. Anything that's over a five and a six is in fact like way too heavy because that means that you're now not, you're compromising by not moving with intensity. The purpose of the burn zone is to move with intensity. So you want the load to be anywhere like between 50 to 60%. If you're at like 40 or less, then yeah you can consider, you know, moving up in weight. That's my opinion. Okay. Great. Great. I would agree. Starting with 12s. Yeah. 
it's a good like happy medium. I'm trying to remember like all the movements that are in there. It's like 12s for some of the movements are gonna feel a little heavy. 12 for some of the movements are gonna feel a little bit light, you know? So yeah. that's that. That's it? That's that. You guys, we need more questions. Yeah. We need more questions. We'll keep showing up, but we need you to show up with questions so that we can show you up. You guys have all of the questions all of the time until we say, put your question on this form. And then you don't have questions. I you know you have questions. You coming here with notebooks. You should have notebooks so, too. So next time you have a question, hmm, I wonder. I write it down and then go to the Facebook page. This is a three-step process, four-step process. Maybe five if we get really detailed. Step one, write down question. Step two, go to Facebook page. Step three, find link for questions. Step four, fill out form in link. Five, submit. Boom. Done. There you go. All right, you guys. That does it for today. That's it. You Q guys. Q&A Tuesday. Yep, Stacy just put that link in there. What a rock star. Cool. Cool, cool, and cool. I want to challenge you guys. So I see a huge presence from Missouri, Colorado, and Ohio. That's awesome, you guys. Congrats. You guys who are in Ohio and Missouri and Colorado, like, obviously, it seems as if you're, like, spreading the word, so... Thank you. Also, thank you all of you guys who keep on spreading the word about this show. Remember that this is how we grow organically, literally through word of mouth. So if you found any value in today's conversation, please go ahead and share it. You know, Veronica, I saw that you said like, where are my Canada, pe where are my Canada peeps at? Let it start with you. Like if you found value from today's conversation, just please go ahead and share it with people in your area. Like you guys know people that we don't know. And obviously if this is helping, all you can do is pay it forward by sharing the world. By the world. By, by sharing the word to the world. You guys, we are in a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. We hope that you found value in today's conversation. If you did, please just pay it forward. We'll keep showing up either way, but with your help and support, it will make this mission come to our reality exponentially way faster. Greater. Yes. Take care, you guys. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.